Hello there. Hello there. Hello. Hi. Right. Oh my God. Jeff All right. Kenobi, we're off. To, we're off to a great start. I know. No one's disconnected. <laughs> this is great. Wow. I know. Uh, for for viewers, listeners. Yeah, we don't have viewers. We don't have video. But yeah, for listeners, <laughs> um, my do. my internet has has disconnected three times uh, in in an attempt to record this. So. I'm just gonna say to y'all, you guys are lucky that you're getting to hear my my smooth Dolce tones right now. I know. Um, if he vanishes, it's... don't be surprised. <laughs> I mean, wait, no one knows who we are. We need to tell everyone who we are, don't we? Well, you into the guy that okay. just disappears every now and again. Um... Yeah, so if, if, I, if I exactly, so I'm Ewan. Hello. If if my voice stops. Uh, being heard after a while just assume that I fell down a pit or something and I'm slowly climbing my way out um, but yeah so don't mind me uh, why am I the one talking well I guess I'm talking the most just in terror that I'll disappear in like two minutes so. make the most of him guys <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm getting all of my commentary in now Samurai Jack it's pretty good Oh yeah, we're talking about Samurai Jack, by the way. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Rob, do you want to introduce? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, introduce yeah. everyone. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, so I'm Rob, and I'm friends of Ewan, and Ewan introduced me to James. And funny right. enough, it was it was Samurai Jack that kind of started us all three communicating which led to the you listen to this wonderful podcast yeah yeah now, and, and james as well the, the man the myth the legend uh, james introduce yourself i guess <laughs> hello <laughs> oh my god uh, i thought i'd make a weird what, noise what was that was it <laughs> that was me just oh, okay that was me being dehydrated and just going oh. <laughs> uh, yeah um again for li li listeners you will know that on the day saturday 8th of august 2020 uh apparently the entire world was hit by a desert level heat wave Ugh. and now everyone is dying and dead and we're all Roasting. I'm actually not. I'm in a really cold office. You're in Scotland. It's one of those... <laughs> I know. No, no, no. But we've we've got sun here. But it's it's one of those. I'm in one of those rooms that no matter how hot it is, it's always the same temperature regardless of. Yeah. So anyway, I have a fan, but I'm not <laughs> switching me. it on because of um, it's going to make a sound the whole time. But yeah, I'm James. Oh, oh, I also yeah, exactly. I also like Samurai Jack. I'm friends of you and Rob. They're good chaps and. Yeah, I make cartoons. I am very tired. Yeah, but that's, Samurai that's Jack is great. The, the other thing, so yeah, so so Rob Rob is a, a musician and uh, James is a cartoonist and uh, I am a person who exists. Voice actor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Vo voice voice actor. Oh, that's yeah. That that is very kind, James. Uh, I've uh, done I've done some voice acting for. For, for James and some of his cartoons. Yes. But um, but uh, we I guess we are the bloop the bloop planet the bloop time bloop world. The we bloop. should introduce the name of our podcast as well. Yes. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> you are, we, are we the bloop cast? Is that what we're going for? Yeah, the bloop cast. Amazing. That was what was agreed. So. Yes. <laughs> um, and what is our response to if anyone asks what? Why? Why it's called Bloopcast? <sighs> yes. If anyone asks what, why we're called Bloopcast, it's it's the answer is yes. So but anyway, so we we are three uh, people who were brought together by various uh, loves for cartoons and TV shows and movies and video games. Uh, maybe even some music if we ever find the time. If we have any mutual interest in any songs as well but at the moment it's all to do with cartoons and video games and um we've we decided we would we would discuss the one that we all united around which is uh, samurai jack so that's Watch our first episode for today there we go that's the sound <laughs> samurai jack back to the past gotta samurai jack gotta get back 
<laughs> we did that wrong, didn't we? It's fine. It's... <laughs> we'll, we'll edit it so it's like all, all yeah. together. Samurai Jack. Gotta get back. Samurai Jack. Back to the past. Okay, so before we just derail this entire conversation, it might be a good idea to start with like how we discovered Samurai Jack. So who wants to go first? Yeah. Um, James, do you want to go first? You're the biggest Samurai Jack fan. Yeah, all right, then I'll go ahead. So I watched a lot of cartoons back in the day, uh, like a lot of Cartoon Network stuff specifically. I watched like, you know, Powerpuff Girls and Scooby-Doo and Samurai Jack as well. And also, of the same for Imaginary Friends. Samurai Jack was one of the cartoons that I grew to love more as I got older. So I started to watch more of that as I went along because the animation is incredibly detailed. There's a lot of homages and references. I've mm. also, I'm familiar with the animator Gendi Tartakovsky's other works, like, you know, Star Wars, Clone, oh, yeah. War, Clone Wars Again, and all that. Again, James uh, is the biggest fan of, of Gendi. Yeah, Gen- Gendi Tartakovsky, I want to say his, his name is. Yeah. It's a, it's a wonderful the, name. Yeah, the man, the myth, the legend, Gendi Tartakovsky. Don't know yeah. how to pronounce it, so I'll probably... <laughs> Mispronounced it several times. <laughs> well, again, we have the power of podcasts on our side. We can Gen edit it perfectly, so, so okay. we'll, just, we'll always we'll always say it perfectly. Gandhi, Gandhi, Tartakovsky. For those again who we've we've kind of jumped straight into it, but what is Samurai Jack? Very quickly, just to just to clarify for people. Who may have some passing knowledge of the show, but otherwise have no idea what we're talking about. I guess is, um, it, yeah, it was a Cartoon Network show about a samurai warrior who is uh, thrown forwards in time to a dystopian universe controlled by an evil demon king, the Shogun of was it the Shogun of Shogun Sorrow? of Sorrow? Yeah, uh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Aku who has taken over the world and and this this solitary samurai warrior needs to um, uh, figure out how to travel back in time, back to feudal Japan and defeat uh, Aku once and for all in in combat. And uh, that's the, I guess, a decent enough summary for anyone who's who's no idea what we're talking about, just to to make sure we're all on the same page, I guess. Yeah, I think you did that quite well. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so anyway, Rob, why, how did you discover the show? Um, yeah, interesting. I didn't actually watch it till I was a bit older, but I did know it because, um, yeah, I think around since 2003, my family just got Sky for the first time. And um, I remember there was, um, there was an advert for Channel Toon Army, which had just started, and um, it was showing off like, a montage of shows that they had. And Samurai Jack was one of them. But for some reason, I didn't end up watching it until 2006 when I caught the end of an episode. One, I can't remember if it was before school or weekend morning. But I'm not, I'm not I can't remember what episode it was. I think it might have been the one with Samurai Jack looking after a baby. Oh, so, yeah. I'd, yeah, I've already seen um, the Tarkovsky's Clone Wars cartoon. Yes. And I've definitely noticed that it was quite similar to that in terms of like, it was like fast-paced visual action. And yeah, I don't think I properly actually started watching it until 2014. And that was after I'd seen um, another Gendi show, which was Symbionic Titan, which I absolutely love. When I watch a show online on my computer, um, I just find it harder to keep it keep it up with it, rather than if I've got like a, like some streaming service, I've got the Blu-ray, which I eventually did. In December, I got the Samurai Jack Blu-ray and eventually watched the entire thing and loved it. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Great. Oh my god, can I can I can I tell you the story of how I discovered Samurai Jack? Yes, you yeah. Can. It is the most over, all over the place thing. I also had access to Sky, but only through my grandparents' house. So literally the place I am right now in Scotland, only my grandparents had Sky. So it was the only place I could watch like Cartoon Network and things like that and Nickelodeon and, and all of these kind of children's shows. Uh, that we, you know, were American, so you didn't really get them here in the UK. That said, I didn't get to watch any of these shows for the most part because it was my older sister who decided what we would watch when I was a kid. So I actually grew up with a lot of a lot of Disney Channel stuff and the occasional Nickelodeon stuff. I did I did see stuff like SpongeBob. I never really saw 
I, I didn't really see any action stuff until I was a little older. So I watched stuff like Lizzie McGuire and Recess. And um, <laughs> Recess was great. Recess was great. But, you know, that, that was the sort of thing that, you know, my, my sister and I would watch. Recess is great. We should do a Recess episode because that's... And, and yeah, so it, it totally whomped. That, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that, I couldn't, that I couldn't watch Samurai Jack. I couldn't watch uh, the Batman animated series either, any of that stuff. But my introduction to Jack, because I kind of saw it through like cos cultural osmosis, like a, like you would see adverts for it when we were kids and like for Cartoon Network and stuff Oh like yeah, that. there was but those... Was... Sorry, Karen. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was the, they had all the cast of characters all turning up together and like little yes. advert shorts. I remember those. Yeah, they, those were great. But I first experience Samurai Jack. When I went to uh, swimming lessons back home, uh, we would have like a, like a snack meal like after swimming, but there were computers. It, oh my God, this is this shows how old we are. <laughs> it's like, I was excited for a computer in, in this like sports center because I didn't have a computer. I didn't have a computer back home. Um, and the computer had games on it. And one of the things it had was a flash game oh. uh, of, of Samurai Jack. It was like a 2D side-scroller. I played that. Um, <laughs> yeah, where you would run along fighting Aku monsters or whatever, with like, you would like slash your sword. Mm. And uh, anyway, so, so that's how I first discovered Samurai Jack. I've always wanted to tell this story because it's the dumbest set of circumstances. That's but beautiful. how I eventually <laughs> came to understand or came to know a show. But yeah, so that's me. I get, you know what it was? It was James who finally got me into the show because it was at university that we met. And I think, James, you were really into it. And I think you mentioned it a few times. And I, I think like, I, kept, right, I kept, I kept basically it. sending you a coup memes and you were just like, what is this? <laughs> that, yeah, it was, it was a coup, like, doing prank phone calls and Aku like um oh, the extra having thing. ordering pizzas and things like that yeah and I was like what is this show like and then I realized oh it's the show I used to play the game for when I was like <laughs> seven you know exactly like what happened with reboot I kept going on about that show and eventually you watched it oh yeah like oh god with um we'll do a later episode on reboot reboot is rob's rob's favorite show and yeah rob had literally been telling me about reboot since like i think the day we met which was about seven or eight years ago yeah, tw or, december know. 2012 maybe <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it was only last year that i sat down and watched a bunch of them with you and, and i I've watched them finally because i was like what is this show like you've kept talking about it all this time I'll, I'll finally sit down and watch it. I, I think yeah, it's the, the fact that I did a whole blog talking about every episode that finally got you to watch it as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the blog was, yeah. So Rob did a whole blog on it and it was great. It was really, like, it was really well researched. It was really interesting. Yeah. Um, so well, well, well done, Rob. Rob's also um, introduced me to Reboot as well. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of 12 episodes in. And for viewing, it, it was, yeah. it, what you introduced me to is Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> like just just your kind of your your love of that like was very endearing you kind of you talked about it to me every day about how much like i think you wrote uh pieces about it i read a few pieces you've written and i was just like yeah all right yeah, i'll check this out yeah. so and you know this i mean the original two not the fallout 3 or fallout. oh yeah oh, oh yeah Oh, Fallout, um, again, for listeners, uh, Fallout is a, a series, a video game series <laughs> that I talk about nonstop, but most of the time it's to complain about it. <laughs> I, I very rarely have a good thing to say about Fallout. And then, I, and then when people ask, I'll just be like, yeah, it's my favorite thing of all time. <laughs> uh, 
Like, I try would, figuring that one out. I wouldn't complain about uh, it if I could actually get working on my damn computer. <laughs> I, I mean, that, that's the, that's the thing, isn't it? That's the, that's a that's a whole other. That's one of the reasons why I complain about Fallout is because yes. it's utterly unplayable today. Yes, because I want to play New Vegas, but Same, I'm yeah. not getting I'm not getting PlayStation now just to stream it because mm. that's not going to work. Yeah, no, exactly. It's just, it's, oh, it's a, it's a complete mess. Even the original games, like, have a lot of problems, like, starting them up. They're not easy to get on your computer these days. Okay, anyway, like, back to Samurai Jack. Yes. Samurai Jack. I know, but there's, there's something that feeds into what you just talked about with Fallout. It's that, I want to, I don't mind, I hope you don't, guys don't mind me talking about it, but it's the premise of Samurai Jack. I really love it. Yeah, go it's, go go it's a really yeah. unique thing which you won't get in any other media, I'd argue. It's, uh, it takes place in a science fantasy dystopian future uh, in which most yeah. mythologies, if not all mythologies, uh, are true. Like Norse mythology is mm -hmm. mentioned, uh, like Egyptian mythology. It's just, it's all in one universe along with all this crazy sci-fi shit that's going on in the background. And it's just so wonderful. Looking back at it as an adult, I just think, how inventive, do you know what I mean? Like, it's such an inventive concept. Yeah. And this is coming from a kid's cartoon. It's amazing. Uh, I think that's going to be a recurring theme in these episodes. Like, we're going to say, oh, look, this is a kid's show, but it's got, like, really <laughs> intricate lore and, oh. like, all this great stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. It's, like... It's so kind of subtly adult. Like, I mean, they there's so much violence in it, and they, obviously they put robots in to get away with, like, you know, not putting blood in and stuff like that. But then the fifth series came around. Yeah, I think. Um, shall we discuss the fifth series now? Because I've got some like things. Yes. I, uh, Go for yeah, it. Yeah. So the fifth series, which um, for those who know, came later, which mm. was a uh, an Adult Swim kind of like concluding series, which came like um, I think about 10, 12 years later. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong, but yeah. It's got a very different feel, but I don't feel that's unwelcome talks. And I love how they kind of deal with like the mental state of the characters, particularly Jack after he takes the life of a human, because um, mm -hmm. up to this point, Jack's only been fighting like robots, aliens, monsters. Suddenly he sheds human blood, and he's like, he, he has like a whole like mental thing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then um, and also like the use of blood in the season as well. It's like. It's never overly graphic or gory, but when it appears, it's like very shocking. It's not gruesome and violent for the sake of being violent in a Tarantino-esque sort of way. It's more of like a... Or uh, a kind of like over-the-top anime kind of way either. Yeah, exactly. Um, just to note, by the way, Ewan's vanished. I didn't want to interrupt, but... <laughs> yeah, I, was, um, I didn't want to address that. It's kind of like an elephant in the room at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come back. Oh, he's back. I think. Hello, Ewan. Yes, hello. Hello. How much did you <laughs> so, miss? <laughs> um, I, d I don't know. I was talking uh, about something. I was talking about the, the various cultures represented. We didn't, I didn't hear that, I don't think. Do you want to just, oh. do you want to say it again? Yeah, well, what what were you guys just talking about? Well, we started we mid... Talking about, we started talking about the fifth season and, well, and about uh, the um, violence and how it's, like, well done, like, kind of, like, in a shocking kind of way. Yeah, mm. it's a human... It's a, it's done to advance and develop the character, I'd say, rather than yeah. just put violence for the yeah, sake the, of it. The, the last thing you talked about was, um, that I heard, was you talking about how... Yeah, it was all like the different mythologies and yes. uh, in the series in the kind of in the future. And then I was talking about something, but I have no idea how much of that you actually heard. And then it, and then it must have cut off. Do you want to just say it um, again? It doesn't matter. I can edit it out if I hear a, a ditto, as it were. Oh sure. Yeah. Um, the only thing I really wanted to say was that we kind of see that beginning of cross cultural stuff in the very first episode. Did you? Did I say this earlier? Or is that all? Uh, no, no, it's no. five minutes to me. So, oh my god, I, I was literally talking for like a minute without realizing that it must have disconnected. Wow. Oh no. Oh, it's fine. It's like I was just, yeah, I was just saying that it's really cool how they took kind of all of these cultural details in the very first episode and put put them all together. So you know when Jack's going around the world training. Yeah. So so again for listeners in the story. Jack is from feudal samurai Japan. I won't I won't spoil what Aku is, but he's basically a demon king. Uh, comes along and starts wrecking his home to the point that he's sent off to go train around the world so that he can eventually 
return home and defeat Aku. Mm. And uh, it's great. It's just this wonderful montage sequence of um, of Jack going around and um, and learning these different arts. But it's all like trans history, I guess, where it's like all of these different parts of history he seems to travel to. What I love about that first episode is that could easily, that whole first episode could easily be have been a series by itself. Yeah. With um, yeah. Aku being like the series finale, but no, they can manage to successfully condense like a series worth of material into like one episode and it's just so well done. Yeah, it's great. It establishes how vast the world is basically in Samurai Jack. And this is like, and the history as well. Like, as you say, you could make a whole series out of it. There are episodes detailing like Jack's past during this time. Like there's one where you see his life in Egypt, in Africa as well. Um, Yeah. So, but yeah, no, it's like, you get the feeling that this is a built up world. And that is really clearly shown in the first episode, as you say, like it's a big, world of different cultures and histories and stuff like that and you think there's a lot of stories in this show basically that can that has, there's a lot of possibility as well in in the world that like you know samurai jack take place in and that is really cool mm. and then mm, they yeah. they go even further and put, bring him into the bleeding future and still somehow <laughs> put him in the future, and there's like yeah. it's even more like bloody storytelling possibilities this is like it's endless stories with samurai jack i remember one of the animators or storyboard artists saying I don't think I want an ending to Samurai Jack, I think you said, because I just want to keep seeing Jack keep having adventures and doing all these amazing things. And, and then, you know, the journey is more important than the end, as it were. They, yeah, they, that's they... what I found with the, the first four series. Is it feels more like an anthology series. Like most yes. episodes involve, like, Jack, he ends up somewhere and he has to fight something or someone. Um, but one kind of downside to it is when you're binging it, it kind of feels a bit weird but is I think that's because it wasn't designed to be binge it was designed to be watched like one episode at a time rather than watching like a whole chunk of episodes at once yeah, yeah. exactly I, yeah. I know I, I, I agree because yeah it is basically a lot of the time it's it's the same plot you know it's like Jack Jack turns up somewhere meets this weird flavour of of culture or or maybe animals or or people or whatever and they're being attacked by robots or monsters or bounty hunters or whatever else, and Jack has to stop them, and that's yeah. the plot. <laughs> <laughs> and but obviously, what's so great is yeah, that this sandbox that the writers created for themselves, where it's they could so have good. everything <laughs> from yeah, they could have everything from like um, a seventies disco. Yeah. Uh, black exploitation um, samurai bounty hunter character who's my absolute favorite, um, Samurai. <laughs> Then there's a sucker punch. Did you look up? <laughs> um, and, then the, and then the next, and then the next time he's fighting um, alongside the three hundred Spartans. Sparta! Oh the, yes, um, Scotsman. The Scotsman. That, yeah, that one. That one won a, an award, didn't it? For, well, the, for the use of the, the three hundred Spartans one. I want to yeah. say. I also think um, I think that might very well be the first adaptation of the three hundred. A graphic novel as well uh, by Frank Miller. I want yeah. to say is that Frank Miller? Frank, Frank Miller. Yeah. You, you might be right. Yeah, it was pro- it was before um, the film Three Hundred. Yeah. yeah. So and um, they they said they were inspired by the graphic novel. So they just basically said let's make a whole episode about it. Except they got rocket launchers, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, and exactly. and it is such a good episode, like incredible episode. Oh, but it yeah no it was it was um, it was praised when it came out because i think it was the way they used like one of the really cool things about samurai jack is the way it uses frames and you know how it'll like cut to like a small like suddenly it'll be in a small box and then it'll cut to like widescreen then other times it'll be you know it's just they use the whole like the whole uh camera as it were as part of the style which is which is really cool you don't Mm. see that in children's uh, cartoons usually. <laughs> yeah, I also yeah. love how visual it is. Like it focuses more on telling its story through its visuals rather than yeah. using like dialogue and like 
the visuals and the arts themselves are, are basically kind of like a work of art. So they've got a very unique, distinct look to them. Yeah, there's, there's almost no dialogue in the first few episodes. Like, it's it's very... Yeah, there's there's almost nothing. It's like know, a motion it's comic. Visual. Yeah, yeah. It's like they focus on making every frame as detailed and kind of like a handcrafted piece of art as possible, really, rather than something that's continuous and moving like any other cartoon. Like uh, another mm. Genji Totokovsky cartoon, like uh, uh, Dexter's Laboratory. Uh, that's, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a great cartoon, but it's not, it's more of a cartoon than an, a piece of art. And I think like Samurai Jack's more of a piece of art almost because of the way that sort of frames of animation almost look like a, like, you know, a, something that belongs to a gallery almost. Especially the backgrounds. Oh, yeah. Especially the backgrounds. Yeah. yeah. And he kind of like applied that kind of style to Star Wars when he did the Clone Wars cartoon. Yes. Mm. That's the really cool thing is is that Tartakovsky's style is, is so noticeable. It's, it's so unique mm. um, to the point that they're able to take, you know, Star Wars, but it looks so Tartakovsky. You yes. know, it doesn't... It, it doesn't look like Star Wars. Well, it does look like Star Wars, but it looks more like uh, his cartoon style um, just because it's so different. You don't see that kind of look normally. So yeah. right, I'll, I'll be right back. I'm just going to grab myself a glass of water because I think I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't edit that out. Don't edit that. Don't out. Edit, why not? We want to let, let the audience know that this is indeed the 8th of August 2020. <laughs> Um, oh, it's horrible. Dying. Um, oh, God. I just want to quickly introduce the fact that there was a big, unless you guys have already said that there was like a big time gap between seasons four and five. Yeah, but we did say it's kind of like 10, 12 years between. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, but yeah, in, even in Saudi, there's a big time because it's been like. Um, 50 years since the end of the first lot of like, the first four seasons. Oh yeah, they were conscious of that. They wanted to to point out that not only has it been a long time for the viewers, it has actually been a long time for, for Jack and Aku as well. Yeah, um, and it's great. taken like, a big mental toll on them, which you mm. can see. Even, like, Aku's like super depressed. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> um, we should point out, yeah, Aku being um, the villain is one of the funniest villains in in cartoons. Yes, like for, for such a, for such an action oriented uh, series, Aku like, is really um, funny. Kind of like Zerg in Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Yes, yeah, definitely. Oh, you mean kind Zork? Of, um, Z- Zerg? Zerg, 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 sorry, Zerg. Zerg. I don't know who Zorg is, ignore me. <laughs> the heat's getting to my brain. Well, I am Zerg. Zerg. I want to quickly talk about Buzz Lightyear, because there's a line in that that's hilarious, and it's it's actually very Aku, where Zerg says, um, uh, target the planet with loads of orphans. And like, Buzz Lightyear goes, he like, he's like, you fiend! And he's like, ha ha, I knew that would get you. It's no, like, is it? A target the planet of windows and orphans, that was it, I think. Right. Could I talk yeah. about a moment in that cartoon? I mean, the original movie. There's a bit where like, yeah. he has his accomplice, and he goes like, I shall call you agency, and he just goes, that's stupid. He's like, rah! <laughs> 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 right. like, yeah, give, give, your, give your villain some flair. Is always a good shout. Give them, give them like just. It doesn't even have to be like like Aku is never like not evil. Like he he, you know what I mean. He never he even though they make him a funny character, that's never they never sacrifice the fact that like he is a horrific monster that's destroyed the world. You know, like what about they, they the do a good job of balancing it. There's the Sorry. Samurai Jack episode where, like, it's Samurai, it's it's Jack versus Aku, I think it's called, and... Um, oh, that, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. Is that yeah. the one where um, he, he makes the deal with um, Aku that he won't use his sword for the yes, fight? Yes, that's yeah. the one. And he's yeah, like, I'll give you a ride if you fight. want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a brilliant scene where they're just looking at each other awkwardly, like, because they've, they've just, it's the first time they've ever been civil with each other. 
and it's just them standing there awkwardly going, well, see you in a bit. Yeah. The sound yeah. editing in that scene is amazing because there's a bit where he's just like, I will see you there. And he's like, in human form, he's like, what? And he just like cuts off the what? music. <laughs> I think at the end, because um, Aku starts using demon powers and then Jack goes to get his sword and he's like, Aku's like, aha, I knew you'd bring your sword, so I did this. And then it turns out Jack knew that and he's like hidden his sword somewhere else and he's just <laughs> hidden loads of fake swords all over the desert. That's great. That episode is brilliant. That's Yeah, that's a really good example of like the comedy and the action being yeah. really well put together because yeah it's a really great action scene of of jack and aku battling it out like you know kind of man-to-man kind of thing um but then it just descends into complete farce because <laughs> it's, oh, like, yeah. it's like aku, aku's going haha i've stolen your sword and then like jack is like ah you see i anticipated you'd steal my sword so i actually hid my sword in this location it's just yeah. like he keeps finding all of these swords it's, yeah. so, it's so stupid. Yeah, that was in season four, and I think season four as a whole, I think like, those episodes feel like more experimental, like the trying mm. different things. I want to highlight my particular favourite episode is um, there's one with a robot assassin who gets brought out of a retirement by a coup to catch Jack. It's kind of like told from the oh. robot's point of view. It's kind of told like a film noir. Lulu. Yeah, Lulu. Yeah. That is sad. That. That was the first Samurai Jack episode where I didn't actually think I wanted Jack to win almost because I just felt so bad. It, it's the is it the it's the first episode where we barely see Jack at all, isn't it? It's all focused yeah. on someone else. Yeah, so it's so the whole thing is Aku's armies are all comprised of various robots. And apparently there's this one robot that was left from an old squad or whatever. Um who's survived and has like started to have his own life kind of thing. He's developed a personality and he's got a dog called Lulu. Um, and uh, But then eventually Lulu is kidnapped and they tell him you have to kill Samurai Jack to get Lulu back. And um, it's just a wonderful, yeah, film noir, the story of like the sad, like trench coat wearing robot who's like sent off for one last mission it's it's very humphrey vogart very um maltese falcon stuff it's great <laughs> and it's very sad it's like a very sad story it is <laughs> it's very um, emotional it's like because they're playing like saxophone music <laughs> yeah it's great it's always raining as well oh yeah um that's a beautiful do some rain now <laughs> yeah please please rain <laughs> oh but, please, um, yeah, I could do with some rain dying. <laughs> but, that, but that's the thing we talked about. This my favorite one, the samurai. But also, yeah, everything from that three hundred Spartans to film noir. Like they really did create like a play box where they could pick out whatever genre or whatever story they wanted and just put Jack in it <laughs> and just okay. be like, this is what Jack has to deal with now. Yeah. And that's why one of the reasons I really like Reboot because they have a lot of homages to all of it. Like they throw like the characters into like Mad Max, Evil Dead, mm. and even like something as obscure as The Prisoner. Which oh yeah, I've, like as a kid watching it, you're like you're you're not gonna get it unless you've seen The Prisoner. <laughs> but I think what Reboot did so well was. Um, it didn't rely on the reference because mm. they just told good stories and just had the reference as kind of like a backdrop to those oh, stories. Yeah. That's a really interesting thing to point out, actually, because I'm thinking of uh, Fallouts, you know, so we've, we've all kind of brought up the, the various things that we love. And Fallout has a lot of cultural references as well, like sometimes very blatant, like uh, you can run past the TARDIS at one point uh, from <laughs> Doctor is Who. Which is yeah. funny because um, there was the, that mind, I mean, you showed me that. It reminded me of the Doctor Who episode with um, where Doctor goes to the end of time as the future kind and then he finds out the master's there. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like the end of the world kind of thing. Yeah. And, and But that's... It's it's a really interesting thing because we, we kind of want 
the Bloobcast to be mainly discussing 90s and 2000s culture, just because we're all a little obsessed with stuff from that era. But one thing that you do find with uh, that era was the interest in cultural references, like the amount of stuff that people loved to reference. Yeah. Um, in that work is really interesting. Like, you know, and the, uh, the other one that we're wanting to do at some point is The Simpsons, which is just ridiculous for the amount of references that that has. I, I think that has a prisoner reference as well. Yeah. Which one's that? I think it has a reference to the prisoner as well. Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Marge runs away from Rover, the uh, the boar, <laughs> um, <laughs> at one point. We should do a awesome uh, Rover. Is it Rover or Robert? Something like that. Anyway, back to Jack. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we, we, you guys kind of touched upon season five. Yeah, yeah. While I went a bit, while, while I went a wall. Well, speaking of Mad Max. Oh. Uh, Season five <laughs> goes well into that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Jack gets a motorbike. <laughs> yes, and he wears a mask. The he has the whole gear. He has a he has a machine gun as well. Oh yeah, that that opening for that scene was like the most like badass thing. Like, <laughs> well, he he basically actually has samurai armor for the first time ever yeah. for someone called samurai jack he doesn't actually wear much samurai gear at all yeah. uh so it was very cool seeing him like he had a mask as well didn't he uh, you mentioned that you've just reminded me there's an episode in season two where um jack's having like a like a bath night some hot springs and then some someone steals the clothes the whole episode is jack oh, yeah. running around naked trying to get his oh, clothes yeah. back oh yeah he ends up in wonderland doesn't he <laughs> Yes, <laughs> yes, that's it. And there's like there's little whole... snake references and everything as well. Like mm. references to the well, arcade no... game Snake. Wow, I'd completely forgotten there was a snake reference. <laughs> oh yeah. There's an episode where where Jack has to like remake his shoes because he has like oh. he has wooden clock shoes and they're great. And but it's it's it just shows how wonderfully small the show could get sometimes like you know for a show where the whole thing is him fighting the forces of darkness trying to save the world here's an episode where uh jack is trying to repair his shoes (laughs) 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 which is great that's wonderful like and that's that's what you want from children's entertainment i think you want that on the one hand you want it to be a big story that they're invested but at the same time you do want them to kind of tell the little stories as well because sometimes those are a lot more compelling <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah no i agree with I that even, we haven't even mentioned the scotsman yet who's like one of my favorite characters oh yes <laughs> the, the scotsman is every worst kind of stereotype of scottish people <laughs> and i absolutely adore it <laughs> It's wonderful. He's this big, big clansman in a in a kilt and uh, giant broadsword, playing his bagpipes. Uh, and he's voiced by John DiMaggio, who's also Benjamin Futurama and yes. Jason Adventure Time. Seriously, yeah, I did not wonderful. know that. I did not know that. Yeah, wonderful voice actor. Wow, yeah, mm. absolutely amazing. I can, he's I can got the most wonderful that. Scottish accent, of course. Um, but the Scotsman appears a few times. He's one of the few re- recurring characters uh, on the show. Because that's the thing as well. Jack is very lonely. Um, oh, yeah. I think like, season five has a lot, um, brings back a lot of characters as well, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, um, oh, yeah. Well, well um, the Scotsman returns. With and, all his um, daughters. Oh. Yes. There's <laughs> <laughs> like thousand daughters or something. And they were like, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and they all look like they all look like um, the girl from Brave. They all have like huge red yes. hair. That's actually a good comparison, <laughs> actually. <laughs> oh yeah, you know it's like especially like Americans depicting Scottish. The, the women. man, how the do man... you do that? Well, big, big, buxom women with huge red hair. <laughs> uh, the Scotsman did love his wife. The Scotsman mm. loves his wife. That's oh my god, theory. yeah, they love each other. Yeah, that's, that's the second time we saw him as well. Sam um Scotsman comes to find Jack and say, mm. Oh, my wife's being kidnapped. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not gonna bother with the Scottish accent because that was dreadful. But it's it's really lovely. It's the first time we've because he's such a big loud 
abrasive character, and then here's him being genuinely upset and and like you got you know, to help me, Lazzy. They've kidnapped my wife. <laughs> very, very, very loath to come to Jack for help, but you know. But then he, because he's a very proud man, he doesn't he doesn't like to rely on others. But here he is, you know, turning to Jack for aid, and it's great. It's it's genuinely sweet. The and, best um, bit is when he's getting welcome into the clan of Scotsmans and. Like he has to throw a boulder, <laughs> yeah. and he ends up throwing another Scotsman. Just like, ah, oh, I can do this, and and then they they treat him to haggis, and he's just like, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> which is which is completely incorrect. Haggis is a delightful. Uh, I love haggis. Meal. Yeah, I love, I love haggis. haggis. But, but, but as, on. As, uh, Americans have this obsession that British food is is terrible, so uh, all of our food is bad, according to them. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've never had haggis, and because I'm a vegetarian, wait, I don't think I will. Oh yeah, <laughs> what? I'm just imagining like. <laughs> Just Rob going like, oh, you know what? I'll try haggis, and it's like, okay, well, you realise it's like, a, like a lamb's stomach or something. Um, yeah, <laughs> look of horror. I don't think I'm going to be trying unless yeah. unless McCartney pulls a um, a vegetarian haggis out of somewhere. Uh, okay, it'd yeah, be like that scene in Scott Pilgrim when he's just like, yeah. bread makes you fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yes, season five. So season five was it, it came back basically from like popular demand, right? Like yeah, it was like twelve years later after the original show ended. We have a loving uh, conclusion. Yeah, Ad- yes. Adult Swim came along and were like, we wanted to do more more Samurai Jack, and uh, and I guess Gendy was like, yeah, sure thing, <laughs> give me money, please. Um, I always imagine with like. Creatives, especially people like Gendy, they, they, you know, it's yeah. Uh, it's worth noting that I don't think Gendy was quite satisfied with the ending, and I think there's a lot. I oh, have really? a lot. Of, I have a lot of issues with the ending. I won't spoil it here, but basically, he felt like he could have had a bit more time to do it, and it was the first time he had been doing 2D in a long time. With that being said, oh, right. he's been doing um, Hotel Transylvania, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, and he also did a. He almost did the Popeye movie as well. But that being said, oh, wow. yeah. there is a video game sequel coming out, which continues the story. There is. Oh yeah, I heard about that. And I, apparently I it's coming. Uh, so, one, yeah. One of the things I was, I was, yeah, I, I've, I've got it written here. Um, there's a new game coming out. Are you happy uh, that the show has finished, or do you want more uh, Samurai Jack content? I guess like you've just answered that. But. Fuck it, I'll okay. more, mate. <laughs> I'm going to chime in a little bit because. Um, I'm one of those people who likes things that have like um, a definitive ending. Mm. So um, I don't, that's when um, Disney announced they're going to make a new Star Wars trilogy. I was skeptical because I thought Return of the Jedi was like a great way to end it. I'm not going to get into my thoughts on the sequel trilogy because we'll be, be here all day. We'll be here all day, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's um, uh, in, in short, yeah, I'm, I, I like seven, um, the first two, but not the last one. But, yeah. <laughs> well, that's but, a good yeah, example, but, though, where maybe it's better to just end things there. You know, like Return of the Jedi was a good ending. Why spoil it kind of thing? I have a bit of a controversial um, opinion. Yeah. I feel like you can make art after it, like you can continue a story as it were and I think it's up to the reader and the consumer or the audience to choose whether or not they consider that as canon so like for me yeah, that's that's what I do with um, a lot of comic books because yeah. like I, I can't be um, I mean I, I, I read comics I dip in and out of them but it's kind of like I don't want to like continue like keep reading a story that's going that's why I don't like anime or manga because they have these stories that have been going for like 20 oh, years. They go on so long, man. I can't even... Yeah, so look yeah, at the length of comics, I get to a, I get to a, like an end of a story arc and I think, okay, that was a good end of a story. I, I think I'm going to leave it here and stop buying them. Maybe kind of like read synopsis for what comes next and then I'll leave it there. Yeah. I think what's good about the idea that there's going to be a, a Samurai Jack video game is that it kind of goes back to the Flash game that I played. It's like, <laughs> yes, of, 
And it's like, of course there needs to be a Samurai Jack video game. It's the most action-packed um, TV show ever. You know, it's, it's perfect so for I think game. There was, there was one on the PS2, but obviously we can't play that unless you have a PS2 mm. or an emulator. But yes, um, we, we don't want Sony coming around here and arresting us for... <laughs> <laughs> Please don't arrest us on like well, Spider-Verse. Even then, like, PlayStation 2 games are notoriously annoying to emulate, so... Yeah. But, um, but no, it, 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 I'm very excited for, for the new game. Yeah, it has, my, has one of my favourite people, Tara Strong, returning. Yes! Um, oh, so oh, we, haven't, talk, we haven't it, spoken about that. You, you oh. can get into that. Well, you haven't even talked about Ashi. Yeah, it's right. amazing. There's so, so much to talk about. <laughs> that's a story. So, you and I go to this little thing that we like to call Comic Con, although we can't go to it this year because of COVID. Um, but basically, uh, this is yeah. Ewan, Ewan's first Comic Con. Um, and... uh, my, my second Comic Con, I think, at this point. Was it? We, we went to one before, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, Second, no, no, second the first comic. Time, yeah, second comic. <laughs> it's fine. The first one we went, we met, uh, uh, we met Tom Skur, Tom Thomas Ridgewell, uh, the animator, cartoonist. The, but the second time we met Tara. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Sorry, we we met just Tara. Tom. I thought we did it all in one go though, like one kind of. Visit. No, we no, we've been to, we've been twice. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been so long. Um, yeah, but yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking at the drawing that. So I went to an artist. I went with you, and we got went to an artist and said, "Look, I'm going to meet Tara Strong later. Are you a Samurai Jack fan? I'll pay you this commission to draw Arshi and Aku, basically." And mm. he done that, and it's a lovely. We little... should stress. We should stress that like Arshi is is a character in Samurai Jack. I don't know. Yes, voice <laughs> by Tara Strong. Uh, sorry, did I say meet Arshi? <laughs> but basically, I was going to meet Tara Strong. So we went mm. to we queued up and we went to see Tara Strong. I didn't get to uh, get a photo of her, but we got to sign this piece of artwork that I commissioned the artist to I do. I did take photos of her when she was signing yeah. it. We just we, couldn't we couldn't get a photo with her because that was like an extra oh, twenty quid okay. or something. The yeah. thing is, you, you mentioned Tara Strong. I know Tara Strong from Fairly Odd Parents. Yes. Voice, main character Timmy Turner, and that was one of the shows I watched a lot. Which is probably why I didn't watch much Samurai Jack because obviously having um, like three siblings all vying for the TV, it can get a bit tricky. But oh, yeah. Fairly Odd Parents was one of those shows we all agreed the same with like Lock and Lickload and stuff like Spongebob, mm. etc. Oh, yeah. So the comedy cartoons is what I ended up, even though I liked the action stuff myself, it's just having a, um, three siblings who all have varying interests, mm. it can be a bit hard to... And plus a, um, a mother who thinks violent cartoons affect your behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's fair. Um, but yeah, the thing, yeah, Tara's it was very cool meeting Tara because yeah, she yeah, she's the voice of Timmy Turner. She's like one of the most prolific. She's the uh, voice, voice of our childhood, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Like it was Timmy Turner, she did Ashi and Samurai Jack. She was also yeah. like um oh god, what else was she in? One of the power <laughs> girls. Team Titans. Yeah. Yeah. And uh she's in she's Twilight Sparkle. In my little pony, yeah. she's the purple one. <laughs> I, I know that somehow. She's <laughs> also Dill. Uh, is it Dill? Like the, the little Dil, one in uh, Dil Rugrats. Dill Pickles. Yeah, Dill Pickles. Oh, I didn't know she was Dill Pickles. I'll, I'll, I'll look that up. She was, I think it was, yeah. And I think she's one of the big babies in Spirit of the Way, which we actually asked about. She is. Yeah. She's the big oh, baby. Yeah. She's Dill Pickles, yes. She's oh, on the wow. Hey, I was she's right. On, she's on the Tara Strong wiki, so yes. That's amazing. But yeah, but, so um, we went to get this sign and we actually talked to her a little bit about Gendy Tartakovsky. Um, she loved working with Gendy. Um, she said very nice things about it. And it was really cool just to get the inside of, you know, Samurai Jack. And she actually asked me, did you cry at uh, Samurai Jack season five final? <laughs> and I was like, yes, yes, I did. And she was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. My voice work. Yeah, she, she, she's very passionate about her voice work. And that was really cool. Um, it was it was really cool meeting her. Yeah. Yeah. We also asked about Spirited Away, um, yeah. and she said that was interesting. 
Yeah, she said it was a really weird production or something like that, which is like, oh, just, okay. I've, I mean, what does that mean? Do, oh, I don't um, know. Anime, in it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, well, well it's, it's Studio yeah, Ghibli, isn't yeah. it? It's Studio Ghibli. Yeah. So I guess it's dubbing over I, is a difficult thing to do. It's like, I think that's the thing. I get the feeling it was probably a weird production to be on if if you're one of the dubbing uh, cast because you're probably just brought on. I you know I I can't imagine every voice booth is the most charming mm. or interesting place. Like sometimes they'll right. just be like, yeah, just read it, get out. I will say <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad I brought you in along because I ran out <gasps> of time. Uh, to draw a picture of Aku and Aoshi, basically. I would have done, but basically I ran out. So I commissioned an artist to do it. A really cool artist called, um, if I grab his name, it is Boz Robo, or Bozo Robo. You can follow him on Instagram. But I brought you in along with this drawing and I said, hey, here's a bit of Samurai Jack artwork. Could you please sign it? He said, did you draw this? And I was like, um, um, and then you and just sort of jumped in and said, oh, he's just so busy, man. He's got all these drawings to do. You know, it's just like, <laughs> made me feel infinitely better. I like, he, yeah, I just said he ran out of time. Don't worry about it. It's just yeah. really just got it commissioned, you know. Yeah. Um, but it was just, cool. it was yeah. nice. It was, uh, it made me feel a bit more, uh, less anxious to go with a friend. So thank you for that. Yeah, I don't uh, no worries, cool. pal. I have so many stories like that. Although I do have one, but I'm going to say it before when we do the relevant episode, but... When I was four, I saw Jerry Anderson in person. Oh, wow. that's great. Jerry Anderson, for those who don't know, is the creator of Thunderbirds and Captain Scarlet. And it's again, one of Rob's favorite things ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna yeah, be a story. Yeah, we get him in the eventual cool. episode. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll need to discuss that. And again, at a later date, we're just, we're, 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 we're um, foreshadowing everything that we're going to talk about later <laughs> yeah. on at some point. Yeah. Um, um, I, oh, God, I haven't even brought up um, Scaramouche yet. That's another <laughs> one. Oh, yeah. So I want to talk about... I, I, know, I know we've, like, we've, we've covered a lot of stuff, but I just quickly want to talk about Scaramouche. So Scaramouche is another villain from Season 5 of uh, Samurai Jack. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm his biggest fan ever. Uh, <laughs> as, He's basically Scaramouche in real life. <laughs> <laughs> he is li- Scaramouche, baby! You should cosplay as him at some point. I think it's like I fit should, the character. Yeah. He's like a robot in like Japanese feudal warrior outfit uh, who plays like the flute. <laughs> and he's voiced by SpongeBob SquarePants. Yes, Tom Tom Kenny, uh, which is just every best thing that I love in cartoons put together. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's a it's also just a really cool sequence where Jack meets Scaramouche and and Scaramouche is like can control objects by playing music and. Um, even when Jack like breaks his flute, he just starts scat singing instead, and that still causes the spell. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, he's like, and that's like, oh, it's so inspired. And that's like, yeah, that Samurai jacket, like, it's best when it's when it's just this really cool uh, concept that like a villain or story kind of revolves around and then jack has to like come up with a clever idea of of beating them or figuring like a video game out or, you know. yeah exactly which is again i i know scaramouche is coming back for the video game so I'm i know gonna it's gonna be so good well. brilliant thing with samurai jack just the the amount of detail the 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 colourful cast of characters, mm. um, despite the fact that, as I said, like Jack is pretty lonely throughout the series. Like he doesn't, he doesn't have many relationships with people. Like there's, there's just Ashi, the Scotsman, and Aku, I guess, really. Oh yeah, and the Ashi stuff is very emotional, especially the ending. Mm. Yeah, which we will try not to spoil, but um, we'll cut. I'll, I'll let out spoilers uh, if we say anything. Well, the ending does. All I say is it. That, like thing with time travel is, if um, when things happen through time travel, there is always some kind of weird paradox to it. Which mm. so when I w- finished watching Samurai Jack, I was like, "Hang on, how can this? Yeah, you know, if this happens, then this had, can't yeah. happen." 
Yeah. I actually, I actually love the. Uh, I, I think I maybe I'm in the minority here, but I actually love the ending. Mm. Of, I like of the ending. I liked the ending just fine. I just it was just the whole. Well, um, like the the logic is probably the, uh, yeah. yeah that's the thing. I, I love the ending. Yeah. question. But it's fine. It's just it's I, fine. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish uh, a certain other show that I'm into would get a similar kind of heartfelt concluding series but oh. sadly all, we don't do not have that yet but we will we will get into that in a future episode we may or may not be talking about reboot ah. <laughs> um yeah no samurai jack was was incredibly you know we were so fortunate that we actually did get to have an ending where like it didn't just because it did just end at season four like it just yeah. stopped um, mm. What was the reason for that, James? Do you know? Was it did they just run out of money, or did they didn't sell up? enough action figures? I think it was something like that. They, the commercial really? always value. Like, um, I don't know if you know of Young Justice. It was kind of like a, um, a DC yeah. animated show. It was done by the guy who did Gargoyles, which is going to be another episode. <laughs> but yeah, basically, basically, Young Justice ended up getting cancelled because apparently more girls start watching, and then the big men of the charts are like. Oh, girls don't buy action figures, so then they cancelled yeah. it. What? Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's no, ridiculous. That's, like, people need to realise, like, very blatant sexism was very alive <laughs> in like the early two thousands, oh. and it's, it's like, and it, it affected so much of like the media we consumed in those days. Like the amount of like executive decisions where they were just like. You know, ah, we don't like this girl character, or or girls like this, so let's cancel it. It's like Cora. The credits of Cora struggled to get that off the ground because Nickelodeon were like, oh, boys aren't going to watch it because the main character is a girl, but then they tested it and the boys didn't care. No. Yeah. Why should they? Yeah, no, that's that's a really interesting thing. Yeah, the fact that it's actually the adults prejudices and not the mm-hmm. not the kids because why would the kids care but well lots yeah. of lots of boys like Bo- uh not bobby sorry uh powerpuff girls and yes. I, like, I like playing tomb raider as well when i, I mean i shouldn't have been yeah. playing tomb raider when i was eight years old but yeah. i didn't care that Lara Croft was a girl i just thought it was it's, fun yeah it's it's yeah it is it is adult prejudices you know really you know when when you're like in your 40s and you have some rather questionable views of women, you naturally think that, oh, well, a 10-year-old boy is going to have the same opinions as me. You just go, what? No. <laughs> like, get, get out of here, Grandpa. <laughs> um, what, yeah. what is this? And also, action figure sale and toy sales is why Symbionic Titan, Gendy's other show, got cancelled, because yeah. apparently they didn't. Um, there was no toy line to support it. And, um, and it's, the, like, the- it's a... It's a show about giant robots and with loads of monsters. <laughs> How can you not make toys out of that? The amount of shows that we're going to talk about, that again, yeah, the, the commercial side was basically the reason why the show existed. Was, you know, like, oh, we need yeah. to sell toys. And, That's and changed, I think. Oh, definitely, yeah. Like, you don't see, like, I guess you do see toys of, like, Steven Universe, but it's like, oh, you know. I, I'm not hearing about them at any point, you know, and I don't think that's the I don't think that's the sole reason they made Steven Universe or whatever. No. Or that's just a random like new example. I'm sure. Actually, you know what? I really want an action figure of She-Ra because I'm a really big fan of that. Show. I need to watch like, that so, show. It looks so, so good. Someone, oh. someone get me a, a an action figure of She-Ra. But again, I don't think they made She-Ra to sell toys. Despite um, the fact that the original series was made to sell toys. Oh, yes. And back of course, in 1985. Of course, a new series pissed off the gammon because they gave her a less revealing costume. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the controversy. Oh, God. It's like, why are you watching a... Well, actually, no, to be fair, why am I watching a show for, like, 10-year-old girls? It, but it's like fine. the whole thing with... Um, <laughs> This is another with the Thomas the Tank Engine fans that exist. They complain about how this show that's made primarily for infants doesn't have compel- <laughs> um, the storytelling's not up to scratch. And like, I'm, if you want, like, it's Thomas the Tank. It's not you're not going to get like Breaking Bad quality storytelling out of Thomas the Tank Engine. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
Oh, imagine though, like, like, imagine like, like that an MCU storyline or some shit in like Thomas the Tank Engine. It would be fucking amazing. <laughs> we, I mean, we are an interesting. Yeah, we we kind of exist on. Let's say we're on like the same part of the fan culture spectrum because we are we are adult fans of children's media, which is like you know I think that's completely fine. That's completely valid. You're allowed to enjoy whatever you want uh, at whatever age you want. But it is, you know, there is a cutoff point between where we are and the fans who write op-eds about how Shira's dress needs to be more revealing, Ugh. or Thomas the Thomas the Tank Engine needs to have a darker, more adult story. <laughs> to be well, fair, some of the oldest stories of Tom. I mean, I, I can appreciate Thomas, but I'm not. I'm not like a die-hard fan. I wouldn't have a fan of it, but yeah. in one of the early Thomas episodes, one train refuses to come out of the tunnel, uh, so the fat controller decides, okay, you're not coming out of that tunnel, I'm going to build a brick wall in front of you. Oh, yeah. So no. you get... Te- yeah, so... It's Stone Cold murders that train. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the film being dark. Like, there was a crossover film um, where there was, like, live action in places with Thomas the Tank Engine, and it was... Mm. I remember there being like a very evil train in it and like Thomas has to defeat him and there's like a big battle. Apparently there's going to be a human bad guy as well but they had to cut it out because people thought it'd be too scary. Wow. <laughs> oh. Is it alright? Uh, this has been good, I think, but is it alright if we yeah. uh, finish oh. in the next five minutes because yeah. I am very slowly passing yeah. out, rest assured. Yeah, <laughs> cool. cool. Yeah. But well, I just, back I to Jack, away from Thomas the Tank Engine. I was thinking we should end with... Samurai Jack. So I was wondering if we wanted to quickly go over what our favorite episodes were or something yeah. like that. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, what what would your what would your favorite episode be? I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to think of mine now. So we'll cut out 20 minutes of of me just coming and ring over <laughs> what what's this, what to say here. Okay, so um yeah, I already said my favorite episode is the um film noir one with the um Robots mm. with with the trench coats. Oh yeah, but I also like season five in its entirety, just because oh, it's like yeah. one continuing yeah. story and mm. other ones that come to mind. Um, oh, there's one with um, there's uh, loads of bounty hunters after Jack and one of them's a princess. Oh yeah, James, do you know what I'm? Do you know what Rob's talking about? I'm trying to remember now. <laughs> oh sorry, I almost part. Well, say again, sorry. Sorry. It's the next episode of Samurai. It's basically there's a load of bounty hunters that are hunting after. There's one bounty hunter like wearing a mask. It turns out that she's like a princess. For me, favorite episode hmm. I think is uh, episode two of season five, which is the um, one where the daughters of Koo start hunting down Jack. Uh, yeah, and oh, that's what the episode is called. It's called the Princess and the Bounty Hunters. Oh, okay. And the bounty. Oh, cool. I'll have to look that one. Now I just remember the next one. It's the one we've, we've called the Four Seasons of Death, which is Jack going through all the seasons of fighting different foes in each season. Oh! Oh, wait, is that the one where he faces off, like, against the Bounty Hunters and one of them gives up at the end? Um, the Prince of the Bounty Hunters, yes. Yes, I remember that one. That was quite a good one. I guess for me, just to finish off, I guess mine is, it might actually be the Scotsman. <laughs> the very first meeting with the Scotsman. Uh, where they're on the drawbridge. Yeah, that's a good um, one. I just, I adore the Scotsman's like shouting diatribe where he he insults Jack in every way possible. Um, I love that it's like an actual, you know, it's like a really cool fight and you kind of see the best of Jack where he's like completely silent. Um, whereas the Scotsman is like this loud, brash, angry guy. And it's like these two different guys, but then they ultimately become friends because they have a mutual respect for each other, which I actually, it's, oh, it's so good. It's so, like, mm. when you think that the episodes were like, what, 20 minutes? Yeah. Like, they, they achieved, they achieved so much. Mm. They had a lot um, in common as well, right, those two I, characters. Hmm? I'm just saying, the, the Scotsman and Jack are both hunted, like, they got bounties on their heads and they both kind of, like, discover that oh, as they yeah. go along. So, like, oh, we've got a lot in common. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the funny reason is they start fighting because they're crossing a bridge and yeah. then suddenly Jack and then Scotland's like, oh, I'm not getting out the way. I need to stop trying to stop Jack. And then no, they, no, they, yeah, start, they, and they start. Then and, like, and then they start antagonising each other and he, and, and 
He breaks he's uh, like, hat. He's like, can I... I will jump off and I'll climb under this bridge. He goes, so you can get a peek up my kilt! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You look I'm like my daddy! <laughs> it's so great. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Magic runes, laddie! <laughs> I'm gonna get... Oh, people are gonna hate my accent so much. Ugh. Oh my god. I, I haven't even attempted one yet. I'm, I'm scared to at this point. I don't blame I'm not. I tried two attempts, they both failed. I'm not trying any more I'm, Scottish I'm, accent I'm, or I'm any half, accent. I'm half Scottish. If I if I do a bad accent, it, it just reflects badly on me as a person. So. <laughs> and then the Highlander will come and get you. Mm. All right, guys. <laughs> shall we... Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Well, we can reconvene at a later time to discuss. I don't know what do we want to discuss next time. What? Well, we've got. I've got the whole. I've, I did the whole list yesterday of potential episodes. Yeah. Should we yes. roll a d twenty or something and see if we can like? <laughs> I go. think I might actually have a d twenty here. Oh, all right. And oh my we can, God. I can roll it and see depending what number we land on, okay. that will tell us what we are talking about. Wow, that's good because if it's if it's something like Thunderbirds, I need to like rewatch a ton of episodes because I haven't seen them since Indeed. I was five. <laughs> okay, so and I've landed on Transformers specifically. Hey. <laughs> We're oh talking God. about Transformers next time. I, I literally know almost nothing about Beast Wars. This is going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It'll be me that's, taking the lead from the looks of it. <laughs> that's fine. I, I will I will I will educate myself. I'll watch the Star Scream episode. I'm ready. I, I know I know stuff about Beast Wars. We're ready. We can do this. Alright. <laughs> okay. So, All right. We've got we've got to sign off because because James is is Sorry. Nasty, so. I am dying. <laughs> yeah. Alright, everyone. Okay. Yeah. Till till next yeah, time. We we've We've been Bloopcast. Take care, guys. Yes. Until next time. Bye.